Good day, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Two Romanists in Sweden. It is indeed a good day because we come from a great victory against the Juventus, finally. Actually, it has been uh, almost uh, 20 years uh, since uh, I think it was 2002-2003 or 2003-2004 season when it was the last time uh, we actually managed to not lose uh, against Juventus uh, both uh, games uh, in the in the league in Serie A that's a good uh, good news we really were uh, looking for a, um a victory in order to balance the bad performance against uh, Cremonese even though the victory against uh, Juventus uh, it's great it feels great i personally still feel pain for the points Uh, lost uh, against uh, Cremonese, particularly after uh, looking at the table. I mean, now we are at 47 points uh, together with Milan, sharing the uh, fourth place. Then there is Lazio at 48, Inter at 50, and then, okay, uh, Napoli 65. But um, really that victory against Cremonese would have been... Uh, would have uh, changed uh, the situation completely now we we would have talked about something different but um, what happened happened let's talk about the present let's talk about uh, the victory against juventus it was um, a good performance even though if we look at the uh, totality of the game maybe juventus uh, deserved uh, more uh, because uh, they they had more chances uh, honestly Uh, we had a uh, um, great score of uh, Mancini who hit the jackpot with that uh, shot. Uh, incredible goal, super beautiful. Finally, Mancini manages to score uh, and uh, celebrate uh, a good performance. Uh, uh, honestly, Mancini has been uh, improving this last uh, a few weeks and uh, the fact that uh, he's not uh, getting uh, yellow cards since i don't know if it's uh, 10 or 11 games uh, something like that uh, that says a lot about uh, his uh, personality he's uh, becoming uh, more um, focused uh, more serious you can see also how he played uh, against juventus uh, it was uh, it was a very good performance Together with Mancini, also the rest of the defense, as usually, had uh, a great performance. And uh, behind the defense, uh, one of the best men was, uh, for sure, Patricio. Uh, Rui Patricio, uh, I think, uh, with the, um, the performance against Juventus, uh, balances uh, the mistakes made against uh, Cremonese, particularly when he caused uh, the penalty which uh, in my opinion could have been avoided but anyway uh, patricio uh, performed very well together with the uh, the whole uh, defense uh, smalling as usual but also ibanez uh, great performance uh, ibanez also got uh, a big cat on the hill he had to get uh, stitches there was this uh, funny joke he got uh, six stitches which uh, in italian is uh, uh, punti Uh, same as uh, points <laughs> so he got uh, with this game I got nine points three plus six but probably this uh, uh, this injury will uh, 
not let him play uh, against the Real Sociedad uh, Thursday, Thursday evening. But we will get there in a minute. Continuing to talk about uh, the game against Juventus, uh, I would like to spend a couple of words on the pair, Cristante and Matic, which I have uh, honestly disliked together for uh, many games, but recently they have started uh, uh, working quite well together, particularly now that uh, the wings uh, are doing a better job, like, for instance, uh, Spinazzola, who was, uh, according to me, uh, the best man of the match. Uh, just uh, think about what he did against Quadrato. I think uh, the duel uh, Spinazzola-Quadrato on that part of the pitch was uh, completely won by Spinazzola. Cannot say the same thing uh, on the other side, Zaleski against uh, Kostic. I think Zaleski suffered uh, a lot, Kostic. All the risks that uh, we had uh, in the the first half of the game and the beginning of the second was uh, from that side of the pitch. Zaleski didn't manage to uh, contain uh, Konstic and uh, Rabiot. It was a good thing that uh, Mourinho decided to substitute uh, Zaleski for Kalsdrop, who has done a good performance, in my opinion, even though in the offensive uh, side uh, he did, uh, he made uh, way too many mistakes. Uh, we could have uh, closed the game uh, much earlier. Uh, there were two or three situations where Kalsdrop uh, managed to recover a ball and then uh, start with a counter-offensive uh, and uh, and then just uh, just uh, miss the last uh, the last pass uh, that was uh, that was a little bit disappointing but overall i would say that Kasdop uh, performed uh, quite well pellegrini sacrificed himself uh, quite a lot he didn't do anything uh, special anything uh, flashy but i've seen him uh, um, recovering a lot of balls doing a lot of the dirty job in the midfield uh, and uh, helping uh, the uh, defense, uh, I have to say I liked uh, Pellegrini, but uh, he is clearly still not hundred percent. Cannot say the same uh, about uh, Wijnaldum, uh, who started the match from the beginning. <sighs> I don't know. I mean, I understand what uh, Mourinho is doing. Uh, uh, Mourinho wants to try to push his recovery, giving him uh, minutes. Uh, put uh, as many minutes as possible in uh, Wijnaldum's legs uh, in order to recover him uh, as quick as possible. But uh, I have to I have to be honest, uh, Wijnaldum made a lot of mistakes. A lot of passes were, uh, were wrong. Uh, he didn't look like he could uh, handle the ball uh, very elegantly. I think uh, Wijnaldum at this moment... Uh, uh, is very far from uh, from being 100%. And also Dybala had uh, not the best game. Uh, he was uh, sacrificed uh, uh, quite a bit. Uh, he didn't uh, he didn't shine as usual. So overall uh, I have to say that uh, from the beginning when I saw the starting 11 I was a little bit worried because not having uh, um, a reference uh, a forward like uh, Tammy Habram or uh, Belotti in the starting 11, that made me think like, okay, uh, Dybala um, was placed uh, as 
false nine or a false nueve, uh, as you wish, uh, in order to not give uh, point of references to Juventus, which is something that uh, Mourinho has already used in the past, a strategy that uh, has worked in the past. And I mean, of course, it has worked also this time since we won. But uh, I don't know. Uh, I have the feeling that uh, by not putting uh, um, a forward, we were... Uh, Uh, giving the possibility to Juventus uh, to move forward 20 meters because of not having the pressure of Abram close to their defense. I think uh, this uh, has made uh, Juventus uh, to be a little bit more offensive uh, and uh, we were forced uh, more towards our part of the, uh, of the pitch, which Uh, maybe was uh, the point of Mourinho to let Juventus uh, open and then try to strike uh, with the counter-attack. I don't know. I mean, the only thing that matters, of course, uh, is that we won. But uh, maybe I wouldn't have used uh, this match against Juventus to, to help Wijnaldum to uh, recover. I would have uh, rather have uh, El Sharawi on that, that side in front of Spinazzola. I think it would have been uh, much more uh, effective. But, uh, I mean, we cannot know. When uh, Mourinho wins, uh, he's always right. And uh, when uh, he loses, uh, he's also right. So, <laughs> no, no, no arguing with that. It's just, uh, you know, just for a matter of, uh, of discussion. The important thing is that uh, we won against Juventus uh, and we can uh, face uh, the next uh, two games uh, with uh, a different uh, attitude. Uh, the very next game uh, is uh, against uh, uh, Real Sociedad, who is at the moment uh, at the fourth place with 44 points. In front uh, of Real Sociedad there is uh, Atletico Madrid with the 45 points and then the, uh, Real Madrid 53 and uh, Barcelona. Uh, 62. Behind the Real Sociedad there is uh, Real Betis, uh, one of uh, our uh, old friends. Real Sociedad is not coming from uh, a good uh, moment. Last seven games uh, they managed to win only once against Espanyol. The last three games, uh, two draws uh, and uh, uh, a loss. So it's not a good moment for uh, Real Sociedad. But it, it is a good team and uh, we shall uh, not uh, underestimate them. Uh, we shouldn't lower our guard, never, because we saw what happens uh, when uh, we underestimate our opponents. I'm talking about Cremonese. It still burns. Both uh, the loss uh, in uh, Coppa Italia and uh, the latest uh, in, uh, in Serie A. That says a lot. I mean, it's not possible to lose twice against Cremonese. They are last on the table and, uh, and, and uh, they won just against us. So just, uh, I, I will not add anything else about it. <laughs> Let's move forward. Everything is ready for the first leg of the round uh, of 16 of the Europa League between uh, Roma and Real Sociedad. So Roma and uh, Real Sociedad uh, have never faced uh, in uh, any European competition, actually. It will therefore be an uh, unprecedented challenge uh, between the two teams. The Spanish uh, team... Uh, have a balance of one win, two draws and three defeats in six matches played against Italian teams in the main European competitions, while Roma have instead collected only two victories in their last 
15 matches against a Spanish opponent, uh, with 3 draws uh, and uh, 10 defeats. So not uh, a good uh, balance. Uh, it is time to change uh, direction to this balance, isn't it? If you look at Mourinho's stats, he has uh, won 14 of uh, 16 games uh, played at home in the Europa League. The only two games uh, that he didn't manage to win were um, against uh, Spanish teams. So uh, it was uh, against Celta Vigo in May 2017, 1-1 with Manchester United, and against uh, uh, Real Betis uh, this season, um, who we remember uh, who beat uh, Roma at home for 2-1. That's also burning still. <laughs> Since uh, Ibanez is not 100% because of that cut on his heel, there is uh, uh, big chances to see for the first time uh, uh, Diego Llorente in the starting eleven. This is quite nice. I'm looking forward to see Llorente. I was quite uh, happy to see Llorente getting ready to get into the pitch against the Juventus when Mancini was on the ground suffering. for After a fall, uh, Mourinho thought uh, a substitution was needed, uh, so he said immediately to Llorente, start warming up uh, and uh, prepare yourself, you're going to get in. So that uh, says a lot. It means that uh, Llorente... Uh, it's he's he's worth uh, something. <laughs> I mean, as long as I don't see Kumbula on the pitch, uh, I don't uh, I don't complain. I cannot believe that Llorente can be worse than Kumbula this year. I cannot believe that. Anyway, this would be a special match for uh, Llorente, uh, who would come back to cross his former team. I think the field factor uh, will be very important uh, for Roma, uh, which, uh, as I said, uh, can count on uh, fantastic support of his fans for the match against the Real Sociedad. The Stadio Olimpico, it's more than a year. That is, uh, that is always sold out. It's just amazing. It's unbelievable. Today is Wednesday. Uh, the game with the Real Sociedad is going to be tomorrow, Thursday. Maybe for uh, many of you, it's going to be already Thursday. Today, uh, there was uh, a press conference with uh, Mourinho and uh, Rui Patricio interviewed. Mourinho did say that uh, uh, we weren't lucky in the draw. According to him, Real Sociedad uh, are an excellent uh, team. Uh, it's difficult to find uh, their weaknesses. He also spent a couple of words on the Imanol, uh, Real Sociedad coach, who is uh, certainly very good. The team is very well organized, both defensively and offensively. Technically, there are very good uh, players. He adds also that, uh, yeah, of course, we weren't lucky uh, in the draw, but uh, uh, when you are in the Europa League, especially this season with a super quality tournament, uh, it's difficult. Uh, and then he adds they have uh, the same respect for Roma that we have for them. So Mourinho believes uh, in Roma, believes uh, in uh, in the possibility of uh, Giallo Rossi to, to pass the turn. He adds also defensively, they are very well organized and uh, up front, they don't live only on the quality of the players. They change their game system easily from one match to another or even in the match itself. From the 4-4-2, they go to 4-3-3. They give mobility to the attacking players. It's a great team. In a league I know well, with three teams that have an economic potential incomparable with those that uh, can come after, 
After a group stage in the Europa League where they find Manchester United and win at Old Trafford, I can only congratulate them. Then uh, one of the uh, journalists uh, asked Mourinho uh, about uh, Abram. Uh, there are different Abrams, uh, uh, the one uh, uh, from uh, last year, 27 goal, explosion, uh, and the one from uh, this year, uh, who's uh, not uh, scoring that much, uh, but uh, of course uh, works uh, a lot for the team and uh, and is, uh, is uh, attached to the team very much. Uh, he's always doing his best. So uh, Mourinho uh, says the following. Fewer goals from Abraham than uh, last season. There is only one Abraham that interests me. The team player who is also the one who was on the bench with Juventus and who celebrated the goal. It seemed that he was the one who scored. I understand that he can score more goals, but for me, the contribution he makes to the team is more important. In the last match, he played very well for 15 minutes doing what the team needed. What a striker does has a direct relationship with what the team does. In Cremona, we played badly as a team. He and Belotti did a good job against Juve, and that's what I expect. Goal or no goal, it's important for me to see a team player. For Abraham, it was a unique week in his life. His first child was born, a very great joy, a very great desire to play and score goals for us. Then Mourinho continues talking about the status of the team and he says from a physical point of view I think we are in very high quality hands. We have an athletic trainer and people who work with him who are of the highest level. All the exercises we do always have an objective on a physical level. I think that on a physical level we do a great job. Then the DNA of the individuals is something you cannot change. There are players who can play every day. To name one who no longer plays, Javier Zanetti, could play seven games a week. Then there are other players who suffer a little more. We are evolving under many aspects. In the first year, we lost twice against Juventus, against Milan, against Inter. This year, we beat Juve, Inter and draw with Milan. In this respect, I think the team has grown mentally. The continuity of having to win three games in one week is something we struggle with. Okay, then uh, we shall see. It's going to be quite a difficult match. I believe that Roma could do well, even though I'm not sure who's going to play. Uh, I would like to see Abraham from the beginning and uh, maybe let... Wijnaldum rest uh, for this match. I would like to see El Sharawi from the beginning also. And maybe uh, it's uh, also time for uh, uh, Pellegrini to rest. Uh, but uh, we will see. I mean, uh, uh, we just have to wait uh, a few hours uh, and every doubt will be cleared. After uh, the match against uh, Real Sociedad, there's going to be uh, Sassuolo who's momentarily at 30 points, five points uh, from the seventh place, uh, who's uh, shared uh, by Juventus and Bologna at the moment. And uh, uh, Sassuolo comes uh, from uh, 
good moment, uh, two victories in a row against uh, Cremonese and uh, Lecce, two teams that we uh, have uh, recently struggled with. I mean, recently um, Sassuolo lost uh, only against Napoli because uh, had a draw against Udinese, victory against uh, Atalanta, victory against Milan, a draw with Monza. Uh, I mean, it's 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 quite a it's quite a good uh, good period for uh, for Sassuolo. We have already lost points uh, against uh, Sassuolo. Uh, if you remember, we were winning uh, that game, but at the very last moment, uh, Sassuolo managed to uh, score in the the equalizer, and that game uh, was uh, also when uh, um, the friction between Mourinho and Kalsdrop uh, reached. The, the very peak. So let's hope this time to have uh, some redemption, particularly uh, from uh, uh, from Kalsdrop. Uh, I I really would like to see a super good uh, uh, performance uh, from Kalsdrop, particularly against Sassuolo, just to you know uh, kick away uh, all the demons uh, of the past. We will uh, come from. Uh, uh, the game against Real Sociedad, not much time to rest, only only a few days. It's going to be difficult. Uh, this is uh, exactly what uh, what is the problem. Can Roma perform well when there are three games uh, uh, so close to each other? We are lacking continuity. That's uh, one of the biggest problems of Roma this year, continuity. Luckily for us, uh, continuity... Is uh, is a problem also for uh, other teams uh, like uh, Inter, uh, Lazio, Milan, uh, and Atalanta. So that's probably why we are still uh, fighting for uh, for a spot in Champions League. If we look at the past, uh, the past uh, seasons, in order to get uh, into Champions League, so to reach the fourth place, uh, has always been uh, quite. Uh, uh, quite complicated, uh, particularly the last uh, uh, two, three years. If we start uh, from 1920, uh, the season 2019-2020, you would get, you would have gotten into Champions League with 78 points. Then 2021, again 78 points. 21-22, uh, uh, it was last year, and it was a particular one with the Juventus recu- re- recuperating a lot of points. Uh, and ending up uh, fourth with 70 points. I do not think this year 70 points are going to be enough uh, because there are a lot of teams that are around the same amount of points. If we need, uh, let's say, 78 points, that would mean uh, that Roma uh, Roma is 47 now, so that's uh, 31 points. Uh, that would be in uh, 10 victories and uh, one draw. Uh, let's say that we need 10 victories to be sure to get into the into the Champions League. Uh, we have uh, 25 games uh, played, uh, therefore uh, it's 13 left. <laughs> ten, winning 10 games uh, uh, in 13 left, uh, that's uh, quite an achievement. It's going to be difficult to get into Champions League this year. Very, very difficult. It's difficult every year, but this year is going to be particularly uh, difficult. Especially because we still have the game against uh, to play against uh, Inter, against uh, Milan, against uh, Atalanta, and soon 
against Lazio. Enough uh, with the, um, trying to uh, foresee the future. Uh, I would like to thank you all for uh, listening. I'm very pleased to see the stats of uh, our podcast, uh, the numbers. Uh, it's really incredible. Uh, we have listeners uh, from 33 countries in the world. Uh, that's uh, that's just wonderful. The numbers of followers uh, in uh, Spotify and uh, Apple Podcast uh, are growing. Uh, I just uh, I just would like to thank you so much. Please uh, continue to support us uh, by rating us. Uh, remember five stars for the best podcast ever. Remember to tell your friends uh, that uh, there is a nice podcast about Roma uh, in English. Uh, what else to say? I would like also to say uh, hi to to Umberto who couldn't join today, but uh, I know that uh, he's always with us. Uh, he has been very happy these last days uh, after the victory with Juventus. Uh, he he just wanted uh, to let you know that uh, he's sleeping like a baby. Um, <laughs> he has to recuperate the sleep lost uh, after Cremonese, and uh, he's not the only one. So always uh, don't forget uh, that uh, you can uh, write to us. Uh, you can write an email uh, or uh, send us a message, a vocal message. Uh, you can find all the links in the description of this podcast, of this uh, episode. Uh, plus, you can, uh, of course, follow us uh, on uh, Instagram, uh, Twitter and uh, wherever you wish. With this, I would like to thank you all uh, and uh, finger cross for the game against Real Sociedad and Taglieroma.